Christian, did you actually worship God this Sunday? Question mark. Welcome to the Intentional Christian Podcast, where we live to glorify God on purpose. I'm your host, Matt Adams, and I am an Intentional Christian. Well, well, did ya? Did ya? Okay, I don't mean just in your mind. I know a lot of people are like, Yes, I worship God with my everyday life. Everything I do is an act of worship because I'm a Christian. Well, you know, kinda. (laughs) Let's look at a definition of worship, and then we'll talk about it. This is Bob Coughlin taking a stab at a definition of worship. He's a worship leader for Sovereign Grace Ministries, and he has the website worshipmatters.com. I love reading his books and enjoy his articles. So he describes Christian worship as this. Christian worship is the response of God's redeemed people to his self-revelation that exalts God's glory in Christ in our minds, affections, and wills, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Does that sound like something you did during your worship service on Sunday? (laughs) It's heavy, but listen, I'm a worship leader, and I look out over the crowd, and it's hard for me to imagine that most of those people are worshiping God. There's a lot of yawning going on, looking around, standing there with their hands in their pockets, staring at the screen of the words, Uh, people in the back chasing their kids, people on their phones holding their coffee. And then you have a very small percentage who look like, and I'm, I'm talking purely from looks, From the stage, I have a very clear picture of your faces (laughs) of the people that are looking like they're worshiping. And that number is so small. It shouldn't be. Because here's the reason, okay? Sure, maybe you are exalting God in your mind. Maybe you are exalting him in your will and you came to church to worship God. But are you worshiping him with your affections, with your emotions, with your desires and your passions in the power of the Holy Spirit? Are you honestly going to blame the Holy Spirit on the way that you worshiped God last week? Would you say that you're responding to God's goodness and sacrifice in an acceptable way? Yeah, we can't always be 100% Um, attached to the real situation of Christ's death and what he's done for us emotionally, that would be overwhelming. We would be weeping passionately every single week. But there should be some sort of emotional response that matches what we believe in our minds and what we are saying from our mouths. Now, does that mean you have to jump up and down or wave your hands or close your eyes or those kind of things? Not necessarily, but 
if you are genuinely expressing yourself to God for the fact that he died, he was buried in the ground, he defeated sin, he saved your soul, and you are going to stand there with your hands in your pockets and yawn? Hey, I get it. We all have bad weeks. We get distracted. Our kids spill coffee on the floor or they draw all over our Bible or something. But when it is consistent week after week, then there is something wrong. When is God going to break into your heart, into your mind and your passion and your affections and your emotions and so overwhelm you that you have to sing out, that you have to cry out? That you have to deeply repent from your sins and travail and the Holy Spirit takes over your life. Yeah, sure, maybe that might be once in a while, but if it's never, if you are marked by coming to church and just standing there and not singing and not engaging in what's happening and not expressing your inner emotions and inner desires and and passions then there's something wrong. The Bible says we will worship God in spirit and in truth. You cannot take out the truth and you cannot take out the spirit. The spirit is going to illuminate the truths of the word and the gospel and that's going to cause you to worship him. Look at this. There's these verses, Ephesians 5.19. We're called to address one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Would you say that that's what you did last week? Or how about this one? Colossians 3.16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. What? The word of Christ. Teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Would you say that you were letting the word of Christ dwell in you richly this Sunday, taking in the teaching? Did you admonish one another, exhort one another in wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs? Were you overly thankful? Were you joyful and glad in your heart? to God, because that is what we are called to do as worshipers. In one article that I'll post, Bob Coughlin says that there are almost 50 exhortations to sing in scripture and 400 references to singing. We don't get to just check out and say, ah, singing is for someone else. God designed singing to worship him. He designed music. He created music to worship him as a way for us to give him glory, as a gift for us to express the things that are inside of us and our thankfulness and our joy in God. Music wasn't evolved through the earth and the cosmos as a grand accident. It was specifically created for you to worship God. How cool is that? And we get to participate in it. So, Christian, please be intentional this coming Sunday to worship God. 
Let your kids go to the nursery if they need to. Put the phone down. Put your coffee down. Read the words, but make those words a prayer. And genuinely worship God this Sunday.